Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Thank you so much for joining us for a very special live Q&A detox talk with the doc. My name is Britt with Forum Health, the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more, visit us at forumhealth.com. Okay, let's get started. Our speaker tonight is Forum Health's Chief Medical Officer and creator of the GDRX Gut Detox Program, Dr. Shilpa Saxena. Dr. Saxena is a board-certified family physician with over 15 years of integrative medicine experience. She serves on the faculty at the Institute for Functional Medicine and is a fellow of the Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine. Previously, Dr. Saxena was on the faculty at George Washington University's Department of Clinical Research and Leadership. She served as CEO for her Seva Med Institute practice, internationally known for contributions to the lifestyle-based group medical appointment model. She also founded the Center for Living Wellness and was chief of medicine for the N1 Health Physician Network. Welcome, Dr. Saxena. Thank you so much, Britt. I am so excited to be with my friends and family at Form Health and with all of you. This is going to be hopefully a riveting talk. And if we've done our job well, you'll stay engaged and you'll have some great questions and all questions are super questions. So write them down, chat them up, but make sure you stay involved. This is hopefully not going to be one of those Snoopy wah, wah, wah lectures. It's going to be completely relevant. So let's get started. So we're gonna be talking about what Britt mentioned, our GDRX program. G stands for gut, D stands for detox, and RX is a prescription. So it's got a wonderful set of features to it that I wanna talk about, but more than just kind of boring you with features, I'd like for you to understand the principles for why we want to consider doing detoxification. And I can't do this alone. I have my wonderful Forum Health family here with, with me tonight. They're going to say a quick hello to you, and then they're going to be available to share their big brains that, by the way, are uninflamed and detoxed and ready to go. So first, we have Tony Booker. She is going to be one of our main health coaches running this program. So she's going to be close and ready to be able to support you. Tony, would you mind saying hi? Hello. All right. So Tony, tell me what's your passion in health coaching? Like, what are you excited to do for these people? Well, I guess my passion would probably be um, weight loss, helping people who have weight loss resistance. I'm in Texas. I've not been a nutritionist here for many, many years, and I've helped many people um, in that area. So weight loss. Well, that is one of the main reasons why people choose to do this. So thanks. I'm sure that's going to be a very big asset to people who have that as one of their many reasons to do this. All right. Next in the lineup, we have Dr. Andrew Peterson. Hi, Dr. Peterson here. Glad to be here. 
All right. So tell us, can you tell us like a 15 second blurb about you? So in case people who do not know you as their favorite doctor, why, what, what do you do in the Farm Health Network that makes GDRX so important for your patients? Um, so I, I take care of patients with autoimmune diseases, chronic fatigue syndrome, Lyme disease, mold toxicities. Um, there's nothing more foundational than gastrointestinal health when it comes to um, the immune system and the autonomic nervous system. And I'll go on and on, so I better stop there. This is okay, perfect. so important. That's the tickler, everybody. Make sure you stay to the end so you hear more about that. Okay, next up, we have Dr. William, a.k.a. Bill Epperly. Hey, guys, it's great to be with you tonight. I'm excited to uh, be part of this group and to be able to present this fantastic program to everybody because it has such far-reaching uh, effects on health. And it's pretty much foundational in our practice right now that most of our new patients uh, are going to be uh, recommended for this program because it is so foundational. Uh, gut health is so strongly connected to other disorders. So I'm excited that a lot of you are listening in and are going to hear about this great program. So thanks for letting me uh, join you guys. Thank you so much. We're excited to hear about all the different ways that you leverage this to help the thousands of patients you take care of. So thanks. All right. Last but certainly not least is my sidekick with GDRX, the co-creator of it. it. Her name is Nicole Ziner. She's also our health programs director. Nicole, would you mind saying a little bit about yourself? Hello, everyone. So I am a health coach here at Forum Health, and I've helped coach thousands of patients through the GDRX program, gotten to see firsthand the incredible results that people have, um, made me super passionate about gut health and detox. So listen, GDRX, one of its side effects is actually weight loss, but it's one of the main reasons why many people come to do GDRX, specifically for weight loss. And let's just talk about what the impact is of excess fat. Notice I'm not saying excess weight because there are bodybuilders who, if you put them on a scale, look like they're overweight, but we all know they're just overmuscled, which is a wonderful thing. So here's what happens when you have more than necessary fat on your body. It is a huge inflammation signal. And just like Dr. Peterson and Dr. Epperly were saying, inflammation, especially when it's rooted in the gut, drives almost every single chronic disease that we manage. So getting that down, getting the gut happy, getting the fat off, getting the inflammation down is foundational, as Bill said. The other thing is, is that structurally that excess fat definitely puts some load on the body. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed people who have knee pains and back pains and this a pain and that a pain because of just the structural mass. The other thing is, is that excess fat plays a direct role in inflaming our body. But I just want to remind you that our brains are connected to our body and that inflammation goes straight to the brain and it can cause mental, emotional, social, and spiritual health issues. What I call, it gets you messy. Okay. So some of you may have gone through some diets before. And if you've ever you know, heard this term yo-yo dieting, it's very common in our society. Something triggers your desire to lose weight. So you start something, you're all in, and then you're experiencing weight loss. And then you're like, yay, I'm, I'm done. And then at some point your bad food starts to creep back in. And then after a while, you're like, wait a second, I've gained even more weight than I started. And then that goes on until you trigger yourself to out of guilt or whatever it is, pain, start the whole cycle again. 
But here's the thing, when you look at it this way, it looks pretty benign. But when you look at it as, as it actually shows up in real life, you'll see that when you start here at the bottom with some sort of restrictive dieting, and I want you to just know as a little, what do you call it? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of give away a little bit of the fun about GDRX. We do not restrict your calories in this program. So when you do those other kinds of diets that restrict your foods, what happens is you'll be restrictive, you'll you know, do well, and then you'll come off your diet, your weight comes up, then you restrict and you come back down, but you never come back, back down to baseline for many people. You just kind of get lower, but then you yo-yo, but as you're yo-yoing, you're yo-yoing net up. And here's the other problem with this phenomenon. A lot of times when we do this, when we go off our system, we will say misbehave. And so we have a little bit more extra fun before we have to restrict. And what's happening is, is our toxins are building up in our body, okay? So here's this word detox, D meaning undo, tox meaning toxins. So I want to give a little bit of an explanation. We'll talk about this more in the Q&A if you're interested. Why is detoxing necessary for weight loss? And I'm here to tell you, it jump starts weight loss. And this is the principle. If you look at the individual on the left, you'll see the green body and those little balls, if you will, the colored balls are representative of toxins. So when you diet, meaning you just restrict calories or exercise, you might lose the fat, which is the green background. But if the toxins stay the same, what'll happen is this phenomenon called rebounding. And that's when these toxins not being reduced will literally just attract fat back on to stay because the toxins are toxic to the body. So what the body says is let's get us some fat again here so that we can hide these fat soluble toxins away from the rest of the organs. So your body is trying to protect you by storing and kind of hiding your toxins and fat and that makes it very difficult to lose fat. Remember, that's our goal. So differently, if we not only clean up our diet exercise, eat anti-inflammatory foods, so we lose the green part, but then we also detox with our diet. So you notice that we lose the little balls. Well, now we have sustainable weight loss. We're not going to go through the same kinds of ups and downs, we're going to not just, for those of you who've done everything right and you hit a plateau, it's likely because you need to detox. So again, we'll talk about more of this later, but this is one of the main kind of secrets of functional medicine, not that we're trying to keep it secret, but this is why many weight loss programs fail because they don't involve detoxification. So you might be thinking, listen, I'm healthy. I don't, I eat organic most of the time and I breathe fresh air, but here's the real truth. I'm gonna to define toxins and then we're gonna talk about where they just kind of creep up in your body. So toxins, we should really actually call them toxicants when they're from the external environment. Toxins is a word that's reserved if the, if the toxic substance or a natural substance um, originates from inside your body, okay? Because your body can generate toxins and then your environment can expose you to toxicants. And one of the things that I just wanna catch all of us on is a lot of times people just maybe assume that just because something's common in our uh, environment doesn't mean it doesn't do harm. I mean, one of the most classic examples is Roundup. Like everybody and their mother was using Roundup. And just because everybody and their mother was doing it doesn't mean it's safe. It's actually been associated glyphosate, 
the toxin in that a persistent organic pollutant has been associated with so many chronic uh, conditions, diseases. So let's just kind of take a moment and think about how you might be accumulating your toxic debt. So you've got things coming from the environment. I don't know about you, but I used to do cartwheels and headstands on the grass outside when I lived in Florida. And it was many times after somebody sprayed for mosquitoes, um, pollution in the air when I visited my family in New York, pest control for sure, you know, here and in many parts of the US, many of us who are old enough, we used to have silver fillings and whether or not you had them in for a little while or a lot of while, they were eroding into your bloodstream, straight into your mouth, causing your mercury levels to increase possibly. For those of you who are old enough, if you remember that red liquid that your mother or father, you know, spread on your wound, that was mercurochrome, that's mercury. Maybe the fish that you're eating, the canned tuna you grow up on has some mercury that built up. Cigarette smoke, whether it's firsthand, secondhand, environmental, Goodness gracious, if you look at the chemicals on the back of your personal hygiene products, you should be a little scared. There's just a lot of them. And you know, after decades, they may build up. Uh, maybe your job has a specific uh, toxic exposure. Uh, maybe you love to do darkroom photography when you were younger, putting your hands in those solvents. These things add up your home. Maybe you love renovating your home and peeling down like paint that had lead in it. Now, hopefully you're getting the idea of how this stuff is quite ubiquitous, right? The foods that we eat, just the kinds of ingredients or things that they put on the foods to make them last longer. So if you're wondering if you are immune to toxic buildup, the short answer is you're likely not because most everyone has some form of toxicity building up. The question is how much and is it interfering with your ability to get healthy? And so the question is, I've, I've kind of given you the answer, where does it all go? And it doesn't all go straight to the belly. For some people, toxins go to the breast or the brain. Whatever there's fat, that's where those toxins like to go because they're fat soluble. The hardest ones to get out dissolve in fat. So if you can't get them out, they like to go to certain parts of the body that are rich in fat. And when they're there, they're not helping the brain out. They're not helping the breast out. They're not helping the belly fat out. They are there interfering with function or being hidden away by layers of fat cells. So long story short, most of, if you haven't done a rigorous detoxification regimen, most of what you've built up might still be in you in some fashion. And it's being guarded by fat to just keep it from harming you. I mean, one of the principles of functional medicine is, is that your body is really, really wise. And what it's doing is actually there to protect you. But sometimes the things we do to the body cause its protective mechanisms to be kind of wonky. And so this idea that your body is holding onto fat is because it wants to help you. It just didn't expect you to be so toxic. So it's holding on to more fat than it was designed to do. Okay. That might be a reason for questions later too. So Hopefully you can see through the examples I've given that we accumulate these little balls, toxic balls, if you will, and that a true full spectrum GDRX has the, uh, the ability to get rid of your fat and that extra water that you don't want around as well as the toxins. Interestingly, somebody might wanna, if uh, I don't know if Dr. Peters and Dr. Epperly wanna mention now or later, how when we do these detoxification programs, Many people will talk about how their swelling goes down 
because many times water follows toxins. Like if toxins are in your, what we call your third space, which is not in your blood vessels and not in your cells, it's in that space in between. If the toxins are living there, the water comes and pools around that. So when you remove the toxins from that third space, you're not as puffy. And that's something that is very, very common as a benefit. People will always comment as to how beautiful their skin starts to look. Yeah, Dr. Epperly, would you mind sharing your thoughts? Well, you know, there's an old saying that the uh, solution to pollution is dilution. And this sort of applies in the human body as well, right? Is it, this pollution comes in there and then your body is attempting to dilute it. And so you're going to retain more fluid. So that just seems to be in alignment with that axiom. That's perfect. That's a perfect sticky phrase. So the body's trying to dilute the pollution with either fat or water. So when you get rid of the toxins, the water and the fat travel out with it. Dr. Peterson. So I'll just comment that in our office, we have a bioimpedance scale, which is it's very accurately measuring your, your muscle mass, your fat mass, how much water you have, extracellular versus total body water, things like that. And um, that's a, it's a very accurate way to measure how much of your weight loss is because you lost that swelling. And invariably, when patients start on this detox program, they're going to very easily lose five to eight pounds. Well, those five to eight pounds that they lost, I don't want to discourage anyone. That's a gallon of water that they lost, and they are way less puffy. A gallon of water weighs eight pounds, as it turns out. And so if you can get those toxins out, well, now you no longer need to dilute them. And so your body's like, oh, let me get rid of all this excess water that's making me, you know, making my socks leave an indent on my legs. Um, and we see it over and over and over. The good news is people get discouraged a little bit, and they're like, but yeah, but I wanted to lose fat. Okay, that's the next thing that'll go but you got to get toxins out in order for it to really stick. So awesome. And, and that's a great point that we're, we're not making this up. We have very accurate measurement tools because a, a functional medicine diet program is not interested in you losing weight. It's interested in you losing fat because fat is what causes inflammation. The worst thing that can happen if you do weight loss is for you to lose your muscle. And that is something that our program guards against. It has you lose your excess water and your excess fat while you retain the ability to hold on to muscle. Tony. Yeah, it just seemed like a good time to share a patient testimonial, but Dr. Peterson actually kind of said the same thing because I'm thinking of a patient who, whose um, vascular doctor couldn't get her uh, swelling under control, no matter what he couldn't figure it out for years. And it was actually her ankles and her, her lower legs were swelling so much that her socks were leaning in, the imprints of her socks were on were visible. And then, and um, the vascular doctor actually eventually said, well, go see this Dr. Sex as she helps a lot of people. I can't figure it out. So then that's how the patient found you. And, um, and with the GDRX program that completely was gone, that the, the swelling and the, but it was so extreme that like Dr. Peterson said, socks imprinting on the ankles. That was her situation. That makes sense though now. Yes, yes. All right, wonderful. Thank you, family of panelists. All right, so now let me just get a little bit medical or scientific, because for those of you who are you know, in Google and the internet trying to figure out detoxes, there's a lot of words that we use. 
So detox is short for detoxification. In the medical literature, you might see the word conjugation or you might see the word biotransformation. It's, it all means the same thing. It means taking a toxicant or a toxin and what I call bagging it up, putting the proper garbage bag on it to prepare it to be eliminated. And there's three main ways we eliminate our garbage once it's bagged up. Number one, we poop it out. Two, we pee it out. And number three, we sweat it out. You can absolutely breathe it out, but it's not the most common way. I would have to say that poop is king. Um, and that is important. My daughters are always surprised that I can bring the word poop into most every conversation and lecture that I do. And there it was. I just want to make sure my daughters are still right about me. All right. So detox is the way that we bag up garbage. And then elimination is the way we get it out. So um, think of it as like how you bag up your garbage and put it in the garage. That's detoxification. Elimination is taking it from the garage and putting it out on the curb. Remember, detox doesn't make sense. If all you did was bag up garbage and put it in your garage, that wouldn't actually work long term. You've got to pair detoxification up with elimination. And that's another thing that a lot of detoxes don't do is they're very big on bagging it up, but you got to get it out. All right. So let's talk about some other components of an effective detox. Um, this specific GDRX has been used by thousands of patients in our form health network prior to that for over 10 years in my medical practice and a lot of the medical practices that I teach at the institutions mentioned earlier. There is historical evidence and, and it's, it's, so it's proven in modern medicine as well as in ancient systems of medicine, whether it be traditional Chinese medicine, naturopathy, Ayurveda. So just know that there's kind of a longevity to this. We created it by an MD because one of the things that you can really enjoy and feel confident in is, is that this stuff is based in modern science. So it's, it's medically validated. It's got evidence behind it. We've got proven results with thousands of patients having done it. One of the ways we succeed is, is that we're very, very particular about the quality and dosing of the supplements that we provide. And one of the other things that we know for sure is, is that knowing all this doesn't make the difference. It's the doing of it. So when you get ongoing support, it's like, how many of you know that you're supposed to exercise and eat right? Like most everybody knows that, but how many people are successful in doing it? Not very much. Otherwise we wouldn't have the epidemics that we have right now. So the ongoing support with our coaches and the information resources is critical for the results that we get. So most programs are incomplete because they don't reduce inflammation. They don't even address the microbiome. They're just into calorie restriction. And when you calorie restrict, you're gonna lose out on nutrients. But our program is, is actually putting good nutrients into your system so you have more trash bags to take the garbage out and to repair the gut. We've got plenty for the liver to support the trash bags, both what we call phase one and phase two of bagging up the trash. And then we got to take it to the curb by making sure that the program includes a way to eliminate the bagged up garbage. And I promise you, and this might be another thing that our panel sees, is that when you take garbage out of the body, you're also taking it out of the brain. And one of the common benefits of GDRX is people will say they have more energy, that their brain fog is better, chronic pain issues, headaches, all these types of brain symptoms improve because your brain is a fatty organ. So when toxins get removed from the brain, it's happier. This is not like 
rocket science, although it seems to be for healthcare, right? And then we, we're really big on not just deprivation. It's we, we don't want deprivation. We want to make sure your body has plenty of energy to do this detoxification and, and healing of your gut microbiome. So that is the cue to our GDRX program. I'm going to tell you the details of it based on the principles I just shared. So there is a 10-day version, which you know maybe you can call an appetizer version. And then there's like the full meal that has like the full five week process. So I'm gonna go over the five week process, knowing that you have the option to start with 10 and then bump it up to the five week. Many people will kind of dip their toe in the GDRX pool with 10 days and then start feeling really good, seeing the difference and then they extend it. So the first phase is preloading. That's when we're just warming up your gut and your liver to be able to take on a higher speed of detox. Phase two is when we rev up the bagging up of the garbage. And then there's actually a speed that's called your veggie week, where we actually take it up even a notch more for those of you who are feeling good and can kind of speed up. It's kind of like that, la that last leg of the race when people actually start running their fastest. I don't get it, but that's the same. That's the equivalent of the veggie week. And then after you're done cleaning up for those three phases, there's a very, 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 very important step called reintroduction. And that's where the things that you've eliminated in the first phases will be reintroduced in a very systematic order so you can identify the foods that trigger your inflammation. This is all with the health coaches supporting you. You are getting all the right balanced nutrients and supplements. You've got educational tools, recipes, meal planning, just follow up. It's all that this is not successful just because we give you pills in a bottle. It's a whole regimen that's put together that has been shown to work. And these resources have, I think, answered the questions that we've anticipated. They've just continued to get better and better based on what you all have found to be most useful. And this is after thousands of patients doing this. And we actually have clinical data to show that we can reduce inflammation and reduce or I should say improve quality of life over 50% in just four to five weeks. Remember the health coach is a pivotal person in this process. They're gonna help assess your needs, evaluate you in the community and kind of guide if you need to see your provider. Cause I mean, sometimes I know that Tony and Nicole have found that people lose enough weight that their blood pressures are going lower and they're over-medicated now on their medications so that the health coaches can guide you like, hey, you need to talk to your provider about getting a lower dose or getting off this medication. So it's a beautiful process to have this person available to guide you. I just wanna say out loud that they are not allowed to be your doctors. So they might be able to say to you, listen, this is a great question. This is what it could be, but it's outside my scope to tell you what to do. And they'll guide you to the person to go to to get the best answer. And the other thing that we know is, is that this is not like a one and done, like here you go, you were clean for this many 30 days, like now it's done, you can go get all dirty again. No, we wanna kind of get you clean and then we wanna teach you how to make this sustainable. It's not the same thing you do in the long-term maintenance phase, but our coaches will help devise a long-term plan for you so that you can continue to get the benefits at a short, at kind of a slow and steady pace over time. So here are the things that 
we need to start. If you choose to join, Britt's gonna tell you how to do that. It's quite simple. We're gonna give you supplements. We're gonna tell you what kinds of foods to remove. We're gonna tell you the big list of foods that you can have access to. We're gonna put back very important nutrients. We're gonna write up a prescription based on what your goals are. And then we're gonna give you a ton of support, whether it's informational or human. We want you to have support. And remember, we're gonna really emphasize bagging up garbage. That's what this whole slide is talking about, is bagging up garbage and rebuilding gut lining, rebuilding muscle mass. So it's really important to put the good things in. After you take the garbage out, you still wanna make your house pretty. You take out the junk. If you've ever seen one of those home remodel shows, they always take out all the garbage, but then they bring pretty things in that make the house function and look beautiful. So we've got this pairing of supplements. We have shakes that we, you can ask us about. These shakes, one to two shakes a day, they could be meal replacement. Many people use them as meal replacement, but then we, they use their food as snacks and maybe a dinner. And then we have extra trash bags that we take in the form of this supplement called Duo Detox. It also helps um, get your gallbladder involved in the whole program of getting uh, garbage out. And again, very important to know that these garbage bags are really made up of nutrients. So as you're bagging up garbage, we need to replace nutrients. Very, very important that we do this. Otherwise, if you've ever done any kind of weight loss program or detox where you feel tired and depleted at the end, it's because there wasn't adequate replacement of your nutrients. We also know that everybody's not a great pooper. So if you're not a great pooper, we have some options. We also know that detoxification takes energy and some of you are already showing up with low energy. So there's ways that we can uh, add in Mito Multi to give a boost of energy and there's no caffeine, it's not stimulant based, it's all there to feed your mitochondria, which is the way you get natural energy in your body. It's like a multivitamin with a purpose. It's all about energizing your body, but doing it the natural way. And that when you energize your brain and your body, you get calorie burn, you get focus, concentration, that helps your compliance. And like I said, and you know, I don't know if I might want to ask the panel to jump in here. You know, how many times do people come to you and say, I've already done a detox or no, 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 I've already done an elimination diet. That, that didn't work. That doesn't work. How many times do you find that people show up because they failed having the right nutrients in the right order? So Nicole, yeah. Can you share what you've noticed? Yeah, definitely with patients, but then also myself, I've been like a lifelong, well, since like 15, like a healthy eater, regular exerciser and, you know, gluten-free, all the things. If you would have told me I needed a detox, my answer would have been, I eat clean. But as we were launching the program at Forum Health, I was like, I have to try this. And so I did it myself. I was super strict for five weeks. I lost about seven, eight pounds during the five weeks, but over the next month or so, lost 26 pounds total. So it, it was definitely a combination of removing just kind of like some, a little bit inflammatory foods that I wasn't aware of in addition to the healthy diet that I had, but the supplements are huge. And it's something I continue to this day to take every single day. So it yeah, makes a because, difference. Because we don't, we don't, I mean, unless you're willing to go into some remote place in the world and live off the earth, toxins and toxicants are going to be a part of your daily life. So you won't need to take the same degree of supplements moving forward, but there is a lower maintenance dosing that the coach and, or the provider can guide you on. Yeah. Tony. 
Well, my um, my first job was at the health food store, local health food store, where I worked for seven years, and we sold every kind of detox in the entire universe. And um, and a lot of them, though, are are just herbs. And just because something makes you go to the bathroom more, it doesn't mean that you're getting more toxins out. And that's what I don't, I think people don't, don't always understand. So just, yeah, just because something's making you pee and poop more doesn't mean more toxins are leaving your body. But when you use like the complete cleanse, because it has antioxidants in it, those change toxins into forms that the kidneys can recognize and then excrete. So it's not just, you're not just taking herbs that make you go to the bathroom. So I like to point that out and explain the difference. Um, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And you know, when you bring up a good point, because a lot of patients, when they hear the word detox, they feel like they're going to be married to the toilet bowl. Or when right. they hear the word cleanse, they think it's like enemas that are going to just be a purgative of some sort. And that's the way we're going to clean you out. We're just going to have you poop it all out. And just as we were talking about, there's two phases to a good detox. You got to bag up the garbage in the body, put it in the garage. That's the job of, you know, many of your, if you will, your internal organs like liver, gallbladder, uh, the blood work, the bloodstream, but then it's the job of the colon, the kidney and the uh, skin to poop, pee and sweat it out. So when you do a detox and it's all about poop, that's just one way to get the garbage that's already in the garage out. But our goal is to get the garbage in the house into the garage. Hopefully that's, that's sticking. Hopefully I'm making more sense than less sense. Um, let's keep going. Benefits of a medical grade detox. So Tony kind of described kind of an over-the-counter detox. Um, but when we do our medical grade, we are just like Dr. Epperly and Dr. Peterson mentioned, improving your immune system. And listen, that is important in this pandemic. I mean, you want to increase your host defenses. How about some beautiful skin? I mean, raise your hands, panelists. How many people come to you with digestive issues as a new patient? And even if it's not their main issue, how many people are constipated or burping, refluxing? Yeah, it's like, and, and if I could get to my raise hand button, I'm going to do it too. But just that was my hand right here. It is so common. We are a constipated society. I can't tell you how many times people think they go, yeah, I poop fine. I poop every three days. And they think, no, 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 this is normal. I've been doing it since I was five. And that that's, that means you've been abnormal since age five. You've been not taking your garbage out. So healthy digestion, there's that weight loss. You surely get weight loss because when you detox, the fat follows. You're going to find your food triggers that really irritate your gut. You're going to decrease inflammation. When you get those toxins out of the brain, like energy, pain, and concentration, uh, all start to improve. That water follows. The bloat, my goodness, who doesn't want to get rid of bloating? And that energy and productivity ability is really refreshing. I think like many times you've been told, well, you're 40, of course your brain's not gonna work. Or you're 45, of course you're gonna have knee pain. That is so not the truth. All right, so if, you've, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, as they say, you get that this whole weight loss program is so much more than weight loss. Weight loss is a wonderful side effect but you're going to get a lot more disease prevention, disease reversal, feeling goodness. And I just remind you all that great things never came from comfort zones. So, you know, some of this is going to feel new and might feel a little weird. That's why we're here as a panel to be able to answer your questions. 
So why don't we get going straight into that? I'm going to hand it over to Nicole. Uh, I'm going to send the first one to Dr. Epperly. I think as we hear the word detox, the first question, the first thought that people have is, how am I going to feel during the detox? We already learned that we're not going to be glued to the toilet, but any fatigue or, um, you know, like Herxheimer symptoms, anything like that to, to expect? Well, Nicole, a lot of people sort of eat a monotonous diet and they can, in some sense, be like addicted to a particular food. So, so one of the things that can happen in the first week is, is if you stop the commonly eaten food, you can almost get like a withdrawal reaction where you actually feel worse uh, coming off of it for maybe the first few days. And also I think as toxins are being mobilized and your body's kind of getting used to the change, that can be another uh, transition period for you. So we would typically expect uh, a lot of times anyway, in the first few days that people aren't necessarily gonna feel that great. But then after that, um, you know, first week is sort of getting over with, then that's when things start to turn around. Okay, great. And our coaches, they do have some awesome tips and tricks to help with some of the detoxing symptoms too. So uh, attend the weekly health coach visits and, and we'll help support you guys with, with that. And, and those uh, symptoms, by the way, don't like make you miss work generally. They're just like little rundown, but like you're not going to be bedridden from them. It's just maybe a mild headache, maybe decreased energy, like what some people would call mild flu-like illnesses. It's your body adjusting exactly like Dr. Epperly said. It's yeah. probably also fair to say that it depends how many toxins you have, right? So if patients are uneasy um, because you know they think, oh, well, I'm full of toxins, I'm gonna feel awful. Well, if you're full of toxins, you need it more than, you need it more now than later. You feel more awful if you wait two more years. But I have plenty of patients that do this and they feel great. They don't feel terrible along the way. I think it's probably not uncommon for people to say, yeah, I felt achy and I felt tired. But I think it's also quite typical for patients to feel good as they're doing this. So don't be, don't, don't think that you're going to for sure feel badly as you do this. Definitely agree. I've seen so many patients that are, you know, their brain fog is gone, so much energy, a lightness. So yeah, it's definitely- I, I see that as early as like day two or three. They're like, man, I feel so good. I have so much energy. Can I have two shakes? I'm like, yeah, I have two shakes. So. <laughs> awesome. And that actually kind of rolls into our next question, which aggregates a couple questions that we got. Uh, some people asking if they, if they have other medical conditions, can they do the detox? Like those people with like autoimmunity, mold toxicity, um, even one uh, that says type one diabetes can, can those people partake in the detox? Can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me. I see patients with, with those autoimmune issues as my primary type of patient. And, and I would just say that this, this program is first and foremost for you. You need it more than anybody needs it. Um, your gastrointestinal tract fundamentally anatomically is where your immune system resides. 70% of your lymph nodes run along the GI tract. It's called the GALT and the MALT, the gastric associated lymphoid tissue and the mucosally associated lymphoid tissue. And if your gut is inflamed, your immune system is upregulated. And so long as your gut stays inflamed, your immune system will stay upregulated and your autoimmune problem will not go away. 
until you detoxify your gut, you ain't getting better from your rheumatoid arthritis, your lupus, your Sjogren's, your ankylosing spondylitis, your Lyme disease, fill in the blank, whatever your autoimmune disease is, this is the necessary first step. And quite honestly, functional medicine doctors, when we start to see these results and we're like, oh, look, my patient's getting better. Sometimes we don't even know what the autoimmune disease was. We just know that we fixed their gut. So yes, you can do this. If you have a comorbidity, this is for you. This is essential for you. Love that. It starts in the gut. <laughs> All right. So this one's directed towards Tony. Someone uh, asked, did I hear that there's no calorie count? That is correct. There is no calorie count. <laughs> but they still will see weight loss? Yes, we don't have people gain weight on the program. That doesn't typically happen. Um, and um, most people don't eat enough anyway, in my opinion. And so we don't have to restrict eating. We want you to eat, you know, as much as you want, as long as it's healthy food and as long as it's food that's on the accepted acceptable list. Yeah. A lot of people will say that they can't eat as much um, because the shakes are so filling. They're happy with snacking in between and then they're psychologically wanting a meal. So they, or like maybe they want to hang out with their family and have a meal. So they'll have, you know, a, a healthy nourishing meal. But I find that a lot of people are, they feel quite full on this program, which is really nice. And um, what was the other thing that you said that we're not going to restrict their calories. We're going to keep them eating healthy food. It, it's escaped me, but I do know that people feel quite full on this, which is nice because we're not into this restrictive feeling. Otherwise you're going to get into the yo-yo pattern afterwards. Yeah. Uh, people just generally have a misconception that it's a math problem. How many calories did you eat and how many calories did you burn? And that's just, it's misguided, ancient, um, wrong information. Um, the sun does also not orbit around the earth. Um, there's things that we had wrong in medicine and that's one of them. Yes, and a strong appetite is a sign of good health. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to be hungry. It's inconvenient to be hungry, but it's a sign of good health to have a strong appetite. So we definitely want people to eat when they're hungry. I just remembered what I was trying to say. Have you ever heard, um, that people are overfed and undernourished? This society eats too much of nutrient depleted foods. So the reason why we're overweight is we're overfed, but we're actually nutrient depleted. So there was a question in the chat, like, I don't want to lose weight. I'm already thin. Yeah. I think you're probably just an underfed undernourished person possibly. So this program still works. It will cause weight loss for the people who have excess fat to lose, but it does not cause weight loss that, or I should say fat loss for people who need fat. In fact, with the right proteins that are in the shakes and the bagging up of the garbage, it'll likely be easier for you to get to health and then start laying on muscle and good fat. Cause there is a certain amount of fat we're supposed to have on us. So it's very weight normalizing or weight optimizing. So it's working to make you lean. Um, it's just that most of us are trying to get rid of fat. Some of yeah. us have that opposite problem. And we have you eating more of the right foods, which is good for your metabolism, whether you need to gain or lose weight. And the next question is to Dr. Sixana. They're asking if they should be checking in with their primary doctor before committing to the GDRX program. And if there are any conditions that should prevent us from committing. 
Yeah, it's a great question. So number one, you know, if you have a form health provider, absolutely let them know that you're excited about doing it. They can just know that that's what's happening in case you call, they, you know, can kind of be toe to toe with you, or at least just counsel if there's any adjustments that they know of from knowing you specifically. If you do not have a doctor within the form health network, obviously your choice is to establish one, but if not, um, if you would tell them that you're doing another diet program, then likely you would want to tell them about this one. What I do think would be important to do is, is that you want to make sure that when you're doing this program, as you are, let's say, checking your blood sugar, if you're diabetic or checking your blood pressure, if you have high blood pressure, stay in touch with your doctor. If you notice your blood pressures are dropping too low or your blood sugars are dropping too low, um, because this is common. We help people get off medication when we normalize their function. And as for conditions that I would say should not just do a regular coach supervised GDRX, but might want to have one of our form health providers be more intimately involved. Um, there are adaptations we can do if you're pregnant, if you're nursing, if you have a seizure disorder, or if you're on any kind of medication where the levels have to stay very constant, like for seizure patients or people who are on very special heart medications where your heart rhythm needs to be very controlled by a medicine staying at the similar level. We don't want, you've got to remember that the body thinks those things are toxins. So we don't want the body to pull that out quickly. So most everybody else is open to doing, doing GDRX. We have a kid version but I would say if you're a teenager who's above 80 to 100 pounds post-puberty, that would be fine for GDRX as well, too. So I think that covers it. Dr. Peterson, Dr. Epperly, is there anybody else that I've missed that you generally, well, let me just say if you're an active cancer care, if you're in the hospital, if you're in the emergency room, obviously these are people that you need to be stable with your health condition overall. Even though it might not be controlled, you want to be stable. The one other thing that, uh, and, and, and Nicole brought it up and I, and I failed to address it earlier, but that comes to mind, type one diabetics, you're going to find that you're eating fewer simple carbohydrates. Well, simple carbohydrates is what's driving your insulin needs. So now your insulin needs are going to be going down, which means if you're taking the same amount of insulin you were always taking, you might end up being hypoglycemic. And so it's a good idea to talk to your form health doctor or your non-form health doctor, whoever it is you see for your diabetes and say, look, I'm going to do this. Um, I have cured many patients type two diabetes, but type one diabetes is a different animal. So if you have type two diabetes and are insulin dependent, we can cure your problem. If you have type one diabetes, you are by definition insulin dependent, your need for insulin may go down while you do that, but while you do the GDRX program, and that is in your best interest, because over time, type one diabetics use more and more and more insulin as they gain weight, and this will help ameliorate that, um, but they need to be more cautious, just like you were referencing patients that have a medication that has to stay in a narrow window. Heparin would be another good example of that. So I would just include those in that list of cautions. But to my previous statement, I would still encourage all of those people, seizure disorders, well, let's get rid of your toxins. Um, diabetics, well, let's get rid of your toxins. So. Just we, we just do. have to do it in a different format. So it's not uh, willy nilly. We've got to be a bit more precise about it. That's right. Yeah, that makes sense. So just a small percentage of people mm -hmm. that might need a modified detox. So reach out to your form health provider and they can work out um, a custom protocol for you. And would the coaches be able to delineate that? 
like if they signed up and the coaches, you know, they found out like, oh, you've got a seizure disorder. You maybe didn't come to the webinar. The coaches will um, guide you if you're not sure as well, too. Yeah, definitely. If you've already signed up, just reach out to your coach and we'll take care of you. All right. Not recommended uh, during pregnancy, would you say? Not during pregnancy? Um, I, there is a modification we can do for pregnancy, but that would have to be medically supervised. Yeah, so it can be done, but not this program. It's not intended for pregnant women, but you, know, you can hook up with the form health provider and there's modifications. I think pregnancy uh, and nursing. this is relevant to pregnancy. This is phenomenal to do if you are preparing to get pregnant. Yes. If you want to have the best possible pregnancy, do this before you get pregnant. Yeah, because just remem remembering the principle, toxins follow fat. And guess where the fat of the woman goes? Goes to make the baby. The toxins follow the fat into the baby. You transfer toxins through the placenta into your growing fetus. So it is, uh, echo that. I mean, if you want a healthy baby, get the toxins out of you so they're not going into the baby. Right. Or the sense. breast milk, or the breast milk. All right, Dr. Epperly, should, so it says, do we continue to take our supplements slash hormones or thyroid medications during the program? Definitely the thyroid hormones and the other hormone replacements should be continued during the detox. As far as other supplements goes, I would take a, I typically have patients take a break from those. I don't know what the other panelists do. Uh, for me, it depends on what supplements they're taking and for what purpose, right? I'm going to have them stay on things like their vitamin D or their, well, you, you, you may too. Um, but I, I take care of patients that have Lyme disease. And so if they're on some sort of an herbal tincture, that's totally appropriate for them, to, for them to stay on. It just depends on the situation. If you're, my opinion is if your supplements are a multivitamin, yeah, we got you covered. You probably could stop it if you wanted. It's not gonna hurt you to stay on it, but you're just spending you know, money on a vitamin that you're not needing because this has all the yeah, you're um, Fish oil, I'd stay on. Vitamin D, I'd stay on. Um, I don't know, what, what else would you say? Dr. Like a B complex is already in there. Yeah, a lot of mitochondrial support is in there. Like liver detoxification support stuff is in there. A lot of stuff like glutamine and uh, things to repair the gutter in there. So there's a good list of things. So if they're duplicative, for sure, you don't need to be redundant. Otherwise, here I go bringing the word poop in. You just have expensive poop. If you put too much in and your body can't absorb it, you just have expensive poop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this next question is touching on the recent COVID surge and uh, they're having some concerns about early stages of detox possibly weakening their immune system. Anyone wanna discuss how detox affects the immune system? Uh, Dr. Peterson? <laughs> I mean, I would just say that it's, it's not um, going to cause you to have a problem. In fact, it's going to improve your likelihood that you can fight um, that virus or any virus. Um, yes, you're asking your body to do a thing. Um, and it's an important thing, uh, but it's not going to, um, weaken your immune system in any way. So no, I would think that it would be perfectly safe to do during COVID. And in fact, the sooner you can do it, the better, you know, the better your odds are of having a, a stronger immune system after having done. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. Absolutely. 
Definitely. And, and it's kind of like exercise. Exercise is never fun for the first three days that you start, but nobody wouldn't say to not exercise because of that, because you're going to get far more benefits in the long run. So as Dr. Peterson mentioned, this program builds up your GALT and your MALT, which is your gut associated and mucosal associated lymphoid tissue. So your immune system is going to actually specifically get stronger with this program. And I don't want to go into too much science here, but um, secretory IgA, which is what you find in your mucosal linings, that's how you, that's the most important thing for how do I not get sick? Okay. Your innate immune system, which is mast cells, monocytes, eosinophils, basophils, and your secretory IgA. Well, we're actually, that's, that's sort of the first line of improvement when you do a gut detox. And so people with a healthy gut will get sick less. Um, so this is, by far to your advantage. Then long-term, this isn't the secretory IgA side. This is the, uh, the uh, antibodies like IgG antibodies and, and, and IgM antibodies. So if you have an autoimmune issue, say you're reacting to gluten or you're reacting to dairy, or it's not either of those two things, you're reacting to the shampoo that you're absorbing and it's a toxin that you, you know, you've got this soap that you put on. Well, you're making a lot of antibodies. Well, guess what those antibodies aren't doing? They are not helping you fight bacteria or viruses, specifically COVID. They're causing you to imagine that you're fighting gluten or imagine that you're fighting your shampoo, but really the antibody then attaches to some other tissue in your body causing inflammation. So first step, get your gut healthy, secretory IgA improves, you won't catch COVID. Second step, we've reduced the number of antibodies that are there that are inappropriate. They're being made to something that they should, your immune system sort of distracted by that is a mistake. Well, now you can make more of the right kinds of antibodies. So both short and long-term, this is going to help your immune system. Brains well, and brawn is what we want. <laughs> we had a couple of comments asking for more of like the technical medical side of detox. So I love that you're diving into to some of that, Dr. Peter. So thanks for getting nerdy with that. Okay. <laughs> it's good at that. We're getting yeah. geeky with it. It's our new song. We're going to have our new song called. I don't know if people are old enough to remember getting jiggy with it, but I just heard that on the radio and I gave me a flashback getting geeky with it. Okay, Nicole, we got to keep some humor this late in the evening for some of us. Keep everyone awake. Yeah. All right. So this one's to Tony. Uh, I know you've coached, you know, a ton of patients through both the 10 day detox and the five week detox. So what do you think the benefits of the five week detox are compared to the, the starter kit, the, the 10 day? Sure. So, um, they the the reason why you would want to go longer than 10 days is because the goal is is to complete elim, an elimination diet and you have to avoid certain food groups for several weeks in order to um so that when you do add the foods back one at a time it's very obvious to you which food it is that your body's reacting to if you just avoid a food for 10 days if you avoid gluten for 10 days, it may not be, it may not be obvious to you. Your symptoms may still be there, first of all, and it may not even be obvious to you when you add a bag that you're reacting to it. So that's really the goal of doing it for five weeks is if you, um, it's to identify um, an immune response to a food that you've been avoiding. Can I add to that a little bit? Please. So, um, of course, the, the, the more toxins you have, or the more inflammation in your gut you have, the more the, the longer you need to do this. And so that, that could be a reason right there. Tony's explanation is fantastic because if you don't know 
that you're sensitive to almonds and you're busy drinking almond milk, well, you'll, and you'll never know. Now, here's the thing about the length of time that I think is important that I wanted to add. When you make an IgG antibody, that antibody lasts in your body for about seven weeks. Well, if I only eat almonds once every five weeks, I'm always going to have a level of, of antibodies to almonds. So I'll never know that it's causing inflammation. So I have to go a long enough time that those antibodies have started to wane, right? Um, and, and so the longer you do this, the more it will be clear, oh, that's the problem. Um, I've had some patients who they're like, yeah, thanks a lot. You had me eliminate gluten and I felt great. But now every time I eat gluten, I feel bad. And before I didn't feel this bad. And I'm like, well, you probably did. You just didn't realize it. You were just used to feeling inflamed everywhere. Um, and so, and, and maybe this is worth saying too, just to reassure people, if you are sensitive to a food, and I'll pick asparagus because that wouldn't break anybody's or very few people's hearts if they couldn't eat asparagus, right? So they're like, oh, shoot, I'm sensitive to asparagus. Well, it's not a life sentence of being sensitive to asparagus necessarily. Once you decrease the inflammation and you improve the integrity of the gut lining, now your immune system no longer sees asparagus as a foreign attacking problem because you've digested asparagus before it got absorbed. So you can overcome some of these food sensitivities. I, I'm not going to guarantee that every single time because sometimes the immune system just stays stuck in that way. But very often, these food sensitivities are things that you recover from after having avoided the food for four months or eight months while you improve the inflammation. So sorry, too much of a tangent. No, not at all. I think this is really important, right, Nicole? That was great. And I actually answered uh, a question that we had about how this would help with existing food intolerances. So yeah, can that's I, really can helpful. Can I just add that, I, and, and y'all let me know if you find the same thing. I think people vastly underestimate how much junk that they have in their body. They feel like, well, listen, I did this for 10 days. I should be all healthy now. I'm like, you've lived 50 years on this planet. How many times have you eaten out? How many times have you been on a plane where you inhaled jet fuel? Like you, you don't think that two weeks is going to do everything for you. I just feel like people have this kind of slant that when I behave, it gets multiplied by 10 in my mind, what I've done. But when I misbehave, I divide it by 10 on the impact that it has. And I, I listen, I do the same thing. So I just, if you have 50 years of trash built up in your house, 10 days, may not be enough time to get it out. So what we find is um, a good chunk of people find a noticeable difference with the five week program. And then what we do is we take it down to a lower daily speed to make up the difference and kind of catch up and slowly kind of, I'll say whittle away at the other you know 20 years that remain, but we get a huge dent accomplished in five weeks. So I just want you to be honest with yourself. I mean, if you've been who I call lifestyle Lisa from birth and only eaten organic and done all this stuff, maybe 10 days is for you, or maybe you cleaned up another time in your life. Maybe you're just tweaking to perfection 10 days. But if you're ill with a chronic disease, it's a high chance five weeks is what you're going to need. And when I say high chance, I'm talking 99.99%. Isn't that what you, you all would say? I would say so. Yes. Yeah. We're being nice, but I'll use myself as an example a little bit. I'm not a lifestyle Lisa, I don't think, but I eat pretty healthy and I have since I was a kid because my mom's a lifestyle Lisa. Like she made me eat all that healthy stuff. Um, 
But when I did a 10 day GDRX program, I definitely felt more energy. But what I have never done is stopped using these shakes entirely. I don't use them every day, but I use them three days a week, four days a week on a, you know, on a lazy week over Christmas, zero days that week. Um, but, you know, usually it's two days to four days a week because I know I still have toxins. I still breathe the air in Salt Lake City and it looks brown because we have an inversion like all winter. So. Dr. Peterson and Dr. Saxena, I, I actually have a question for you guys. Um, since we're talking about detoxing, we know that there's other ways to uh, mobilize toxins and detox like far infrared sauna and rebounding and dry skin brushing and things like that. So how often do you guys also have patients do those ancillary practices while they're doing the five-week GDRX? That's a great question. I can answer my general rule. I have like the village, the wise village woman's answer for most things, uh, only because that's how I operate as my grandmother taught me. So the way I do it is, is if you feel energized doing GDRX, then that's great. Keep up. But if you feel like, oh, I think I have a bit more energy to dispense on far infrared sauna and I can take the energy to sweat this out and replace it with water, add it on. If you want to exercise and you have the energy and you feel good after exercise, add it on. But if your detoxification is using up a lot of your nutrients and when you do exercise, you deplete, or if you do sauna, you just can't hydrate enough back, that's a sign that your body's like, hey, this detox speed is enough. Don't add any more. This is all I can do. So I let, I counsel people add on stuff so long as your body feels better. But if it starts feeling depleted, it means that you're losing nutrients faster than you can replace them. And that might be a sign that you're topped off on your speed. Uh -huh. I agree with that. Um, I love ionic foot cleanses for patients that are particularly full of toxins. Um, uh, infrared sauna is fantastic. I have a rebounder at my house. All of those things are great, and I'm just pragmatic. And if you if you can if you have the time and the energy to add it, add it. And if it makes you feel worse, stop adding it. Um, go at the speed your body lets you. So, Dr. Sexton, yeah. right on that. Here's my sauna. It's right there whenever I need to use it, but I don't use it all the time. I'd make it evident to me, but I am like I choose when my body wants it. I think that makes great sense. That's a great question, Bill. Thanks for asking. I saw a question pop up just now that I want to comment on, and that is, what about doing food allergy blood testing as opposed to this detox? Isn't that an easier way? And um, the thing about food allergy testing is that it can give you some, some, some ideas of things that could be a problem, but it's by no means definitive. And in environmental medicine, we've always said that the gold standard for determining if you have food sensitivities is the elimination and challenge diet. And that's what's included in this detox, which makes it an even more powerful thing. So yes, you can do um, testing for food allergens via blood. It's just not all that reliable. I, I actually love food sensitivity testing. I don't disagree with uh, Dr. Epperly. I think that there are times when I do that test and it is misleading. Um, but I do like it because it gives patients a jumping off point of saying, oh yeah, I got to eliminate these things for sure. Um, it also gives a little bit of an indication of how to, you know, do that food reintroduction. If somebody has 
you know, a, a moderate amount of sensitivity to cheddar cheese and a huge amount of sensitivity to, to milk. Well, my advice to them would be, look, when you reintroduce dairy, don't reintroduce cow's milk. I mean, you just, all you're wanting is a cheeseburger. You're not wanting to drink a glass of milk, right? So that way it sort of helps them guide them. I think it's useful. I don't think it's necessary. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like the leather seats in your car. The car works fine without it, but it might be a little nicer. Yeah, and I'm somewhere right in between Dr. Epperly and Dr. Peterson. Um, I do think like if you have a lot of symptoms that when you eat foods and a lot of foods you trigger easily, it's likely that you have leaky gut and some food tests will overcall your issues because everything leaking through is going to look like a food issue when it's really just you've got this leakiness causing everything to irritate your system. So it's not the food as much as it is the leaks that are causing the reactivity. Um, but if you get to a place where after GDRX, you're still having issues or you feel like, listen, this is going to be too hard. I'd like to narrow it down. Food testing might be able to narrow down the list so long as you're not super reactive to everything. What we don't want to have happen is, is you get a list of 50 foods that you can't eat and then you go through a stress response that then causes more leaks in your gut. So we want to kind of find the tender balance between information and overwhelm. So totally agree. And the leaky gut thing, that's the, that's a real misleading issue. That's where I say it can mislead us is you do the test and you're like, oh, I'm sensitive to all these vegetables. And you're like, no, that's, you're just have leaky gut. They, you, you just have a minor amount to everything. So let's heal your gut instead of eliminate all those foods. And all you're going to need is chicken for the next two months. So, and we didn't say it's specifically. Yeah. we didn't say this specifically, but GDRX heals leaky gut. Um, we, we talked about how it repairs the gut lining. We're speaking in our medical terms, but in kind of popular lingo, GDRX heals leaky gut. That's how it gets inflammation down. That's how it gets your elimination pathways down. So it is based in a 5R system that does the five approaches to heal leaky gut. It's all embedded within this. Yeah. So elimination diet kind of gold standard for we're healing the gut and reducing inflammation, but it might be useful to add in some additional testing. There's a couple questions on just some of the logistics of the program. So just to kind of go through those really quickly. So the 10, both the 10 day and the five week detox both include all four phases. The 10 day is just a little bit more abbreviated, but they both include all four phases. And some people are interested in signing up for the five week group uh, detox right off the bat. And that's definitely possible. You can just go to shopformhealth.com and select the five-week program. And if you already purchased the starter kit, um, then you can just extend into the five-week program. And Tony will be going over that at your first visit. Um, and you guys talking about food sensitivity tests, we had another question about what other tests would be useful before the detox, after the detox, is there any markers that would change? How do you guys recommend testing around the detox? I do lots of labs, which is probably not what Dr. Saxena does. Um, <laughs> and, and I find them useful, but I don't find them necessary. And so, you know, I could do a TGF beta one and look to see if you've got that inflammatory marker. And if you do, then I'd be more suspicious of mycotoxins, which are molds. Um, I could do a C4A and a C3A and say, oh man, look, your, your, your um, antibody 
reactivity is super high, complements going through the roof. Obviously, you're killing some bacteria. Um, I could do an organic acid test and say, wow, this person's got bad SIBO or yeast infections. Um, at the end of the day, I, I, it, it, it depends on the patient to me. If the patient is like, oh man, I got to have info. I got to have data. Great. I can get you data and I can tell you what it means. But I don't know that it's going to change your um, outcome as much as you think. In fact, I doubt it's going to change your outcome as much as you think. The basics are still the same. Decrease the inflammation and get rid of toxins. Um, I would say there's three big things. There's microbes, toxins, and immune dysfunction. So if we balance your microbes, right, with the right antimicrobials, herbals, um, things like that, we get rid of toxins and we, and we get your immune system calm. You don't have to do all those tests. I love tests because it makes, you know, then I have proof for why I'm telling you to do what you're doing, but I don't think they're absolutely necessary. And, and I would also say it depends entirely on who you are and what's going on, what tests I would order. If you came in and said, I feel bloated, then, you know, that's different than if you came in and said, I have headaches and joint pain and fatigue, and I can't remember my, you know, I can't remember things and on and on and on. I do a lot of tests to figure out, well, do you have Lyme disease or do you have mold toxins, et cetera, et cetera. You'd still need this program, but. Yeah, I, I think that's great. That's a great litmus test is the sicker you are, perhaps the more tests that need to be involved, not for the sake of should you do this or not, but just to have an idea of what existed before and what got better with the program. So you can look at what's left over to address, you know, in a more targeted way. Um, you know, many people like to do their chemistry. So looking at their fasting blood sugar, maybe a lipid panel, HSCRP is a marker of inflammation, um, liver enzymes are in there. But what people are saying is, is, you know, if you've, if you're generally um, not having severe liver disease, kidney disease, and you don't have any urgent medical matter going on, most people can do this without testing pre and uh, post. However, most people are curious, okay? What we, we do a lot of testing just so you know you got better because let's just face it, if you don't have proof, you'll probably go back to your old ways. So when, when doctors us knowing this, many times we order the test and we're like, look at how good your cholesterol got or look at how low your inflammation is because you needed that to be able to then continue to live healthy. So there's and a psychological piece. Like I showed a patient okay. today how her cholesterol dropped by like 60 points. And I felt good about it. She felt good about it. It was great. Like, it's nice to have objective data. So I think it's fine to do. Yeah. We, we, use, the body. we use the survey, the symptom survey. That's the, that's a great tool that yeah. we use as health coaches. And, you know, your score may be 150 and then a few weeks later, it's only 50. So that helps everybody understand really quickly how you feel versus a lab test. But if you monitor your fasting glucose every morning, sometimes that gets better every single day. If you're avoiding a food that you were potentially um, having an immune response to, or if you monitor your blood pressure at home and you look at it every day, well, that can get better within a few days that can improve on a daily basis. So, so those are, you know, immediate, you know, tests or ways to measure your progress. Absolutely. Yeah. And some people are a lot more convinced by their physical symptoms than a piece of paper. And some people need a piece of paper, mm -hmm. even though they've lost 10 pounds or like, but am I better? I have a lot of energy, but what do my labs show? So whoever you are, get the information you need, whether it's your body or a piece of paper. Right. Hey, um, this, this question came up a long time ago about skin aging and elasticity. 
And one of the health coaches want to address that because I certainly see it improve and I can talk to the science of it, but I just felt like somebody should answer that. Not specifically for skin, but Tony? Well, um, your skin can change really quickly. I mean, I know if I don't sleep well, then I, I, I have wrinkles, like more wrinkles the very next day. So I know definitely your skin can change quickly and uh, look different based on how healthy you are. And an immune response to food, I mean, that shows up as, you know, sometimes like eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, that's, you know, really obvious when it's related to food. So yeah, your skin can change quickly. And I would say, um, like collagen and elastin over time, those are, those are things that would take time to improve. Um, so just living a healthy lifestyle long-term is going to benefit you in that way. Um, that would be my response. I have something to add just from doing this for 15 years, if that works. Um, your skin is your largest detoxification organ. Technically speaking, Sweating is a great way to get rid of toxins. So as toxins leave your skin, your skin is just gonna glow, it's gonna look better. The other thing that we talked about is, is when you detox, water leaves that third space, those sock lines and that puffy. So, but when water leaves that third space, the other thing that detox does is it puts water in the right space, which is in the cells. And when the water goes in the cells and it comes out of the third space, you look hydrated. And then the toxins are out, so you glow. So you actually look full in a pretty way, like plump skin, not puffy skin. So you want it to be hydrated, plump skin, and then it's clear and glowing because it's detoxified. It, it's one of the first signs we see when people will walk around and they're not telling other people they're doing the detox. Other friends will say, your skin looks different. Your, your skin is glowing. It's one of the most common early signs that the detox is in effect. So one of the things um, that I talk to patients about with some regularity is, is why we find certain things attractive. And it's all biology. And the reason we find nice skin attractive is because it tells us biologically, without us even knowing this, that the person we're looking at is healthy and therefore will probably be able to reproduce well and therefore we're attracted to them. Um, and so for sure, this helps your skin. And, and Dr. Saxena just explained why, but that's why we even like healthy skin because it implies, wow, that person's not full of toxins. They can make a human with me. I, I, can't, I, I can't disagree with that. If that's the reason you sign up, you go for it. Yeah. And they're safer to be around. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right look more vital for sure. Okay, I just thought, I feel like somebody just wrote too old for that. 63 on Saturday. Heck no, you're not too old for that. I cannot tell you how many people, I mean, I'll volunteer that I'm almost 50 and I've been doing this GDRX for almost 15 years. And I, I when I line up- a person. What's that? I think she means too old to make a human. Oh, to make a human. I'm like, right. no, you are not too biologically, old. We find so beautiful in your skin. Okay, yes. Yeah. I think that's what she means. Okay, I'm so sorry. English is my second <laughs> language. I didn't catch that. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> um, there's one about gallbladder. And I thought that was worth addressing. Like, duo detox works with the gallbladder. Yes, it does. But if you don't have a gallbladder, that's fine. Your gallbladder is actually a storage organ for the bile that your liver makes. So your liver is concentrating all this trash 
and then dumping it out when you eat. And it was a sort of a weird system, but it dumps it out along with some, some uh, things that break down fats, right? Um, your gallbladder stores that. Well, if you don't have a gallbladder, you need this program more, not less, because now you don't have a place to store that bile and you need your liver to dump out that bile uh, more effectively at mealtime. So yes, this still works even if you don't have a gallbladder. Great. And we have a couple questions on the food portion of the diet or of the program. So asking what the elimination diet looks like, are they going to be hungry all the time? Uh, what about caffeine and alcohol? So Tony, you wanna give a quick, like high level overview of what the diet looks like? Sure. So um, um, in 90% of food sensitivities come from eight different food groups. So we'd like people to avoid gluten, dairy, eggs, um, corn, soy, oh, shellfish, peanuts, and uh, alcohol. Am I missing something? Alcohol. Eggs. So, did I miss something? Eggs. 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 Alcohol probably isn't a food group, but we'll add that one in there. Um, so eggs. We can make a meal out of it, I think. Um, so those are the foods that, you know, we like people to avoid, you know, if that is overwhelming or too many, you can certainly, you know, choose a you know, part of the, you know, like the, like five of those and avoid those. And you, and you're testing those five food groups, but definitely gluten, dairy, egg, definitely those definitely alcohol. Um, will you be hungry all the time? I don't know, but if you're hungry, eat. That's my motto, because like I said before, um, a strong appetite is a sign of good health. There's, it's inconvenient to be hungry, but it's not a bad thing. So, and you're not restricted on how much food that you can eat, as long as it's healthy food on the list, you know? So uh, we want you to eat if you're hungry. And um, is that, what was there? Is there another question to that? Another part to that question? Um, caffeine. Oh, caffeine. Um, I'm a little bit lenient on it. I mean, if it's like one, you know, cup of tea, you know, that's caffeine's naturally occurring. Um, even in green tea, there's a very small amount of caffeine. Um, I don't really see that as a problem, but if someone's, you know, we don't want people to drink coffee all day long or, you know, strong coffee or, you know, Starbucks coffee or something like that, or black tea all day, that's not a good idea. And, um, and alcohol, you already asked about alcohol, um, you know, people have immune responses to alcohol, definitely, especially alcohol, uh, wine and beer. And it de definitely uh, prevents or hinders weight loss for sure, in my experience. So we definitely don't want people to consume alcohol. Yeah, that's just, a big one. That's a big I'll toxin. I'll just give you a visual. Um, if you are trying to clean out your house and you're putting bags of trash in the garage to take out to the curb and simultaneously you're having a party with alcohol and coffee and sugar you're just going to be generating and replacing the garbage that you're removing so you're going to net zero or go behind so the idea is to live clean in the house while you are trying to get rid of the trash so you can make forward progress so you know anytime you have a cup of coffee or cup of tea what tony's saying is like maybe one a day is not going to change the equation, but if you stick to your old ways, you're gonna use up a lot of your precious trash bags and you won't get your old garbage out and make forward traction to the same degree. Yeah, and a lot of times that preload phase, that first part of the, the program is when we coach people to start tapering down their alcohol or caffeine intake. That way you don't have any headaches or withdrawal symptoms. 
but we're also working on increasing your energy and, and detoxing and getting more of your natural energy systems online. So it's, and it's, it's some bartering we do. Sometimes it's, you know, that's the hard line for people where they're like, either I have my cup of coffee or I'm not doing the program. So that's where we're willing to, to make some concessions and, and keep a cup in. And we really emphasize organic coffee as well. Nicole and Tony take bribes though. They take bribes. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to realize that this is all, it's all about improving your health. It's pragmatic, right? Like any step you take to improve your health is respected and appreciated. And we will work with that, right? Like we meet you where you're at. So. Yep, agreed. We're also, we got a comment uh, just summarizing the two programs. Uh, so in short, the, the, they both have the four phases, the preload phase, which is warming up your detox engines, the primary detox where you're in full detox mode, the veggie week, which is bumping it up to like 95 miles an hour. Uh, and then the reintroduction phase, which is where you're learning about what foods are good for your body. So both the five week and 10 day program have all four phases. Um, but it's just condensed in the 10 day program and lengthened in the five week program. Um, and then another question about sugar for the diet. So sugar is also eliminated. Uh, we do have a product guide that has a lot of snacks and, and condiments and things like that. So you're not going to feel restricted. We have a lot of resources for you guys. The shakes are chocolate. So they create a good like sugar replacement feeling for many people. Um, just so you know, like many people are content. I use that still now I do a half a serving for my dessert cravings. If at eight or nine o'clock, I feel like having a dessert, I just have a have half a shake. So I think people get tired of having sugar when they have the two shakes, it's plenty. And one thing I just wanted wow. to say what Nicole said about the 10 day being condensed and the five week being the prolonged you don't get the same benefits in 10 days. So it's not condensed benefits. It's just a shorter time. So your benefits are commensurate with the length. So you're going to get 10 days worth of benefits versus five weeks worth of benefits. You cannot get five weeks of benefits in 10 days. That's not what it means. Just to, just to be super, super clear. Definitely. Uh, also a question, are all supplements gluten and dairy free? Yes, they're all um, plant-based protein powders. Um, they're actually organic. Um, not all, you can't like list zinc as organic. So it doesn't say organic on the label, but the, the protein powders themselves are organic and all gluten, dairy, allergen-free. And you this should be able to I have found sometimes that a food sensitivity test has been helpful because the proteins, the, the two main proteins are pea protein and rice protein. And I have had a patient or two that didn't know they were exceptionally sensitive to rice. And it would have been helpful to know that ahead of time. Um, I probably have seen that one in a hundred patients. So it's very rare, but can be useful. Yeah, yeah, good to know. And you can also, if you go on Shop Farm Health and click on the GDRX program, you can look at the ingredients of the, the program. So if you have some known food sensitivities, you can take a look at the ingredients there. Hey, Nicole. There is something yeah. in my Q&A, which I'm not sure if it's public or private, but it's a, it's one of our um, attendees is doing the GDRX again, and she's already done the five-week program. Would it be okay if I read what she wrote, or were you about to do that? Sure. No, you go ahead. I was, I was reading the same thing, and I, was, I took a photo of it. Like I was like, a big old smile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so 
this woman and um, this woman is absolutely open to shout out here and talk if that's possible in the webinar, but she wrote, I did the five week program and had amazing results. I lived in extreme pain every day of my life. And now I have barely any pain. I will be doing the five week program again within the next couple of weeks. I have lost 80 pounds and didn't gain anything during the holidays. Yeah, sister, sustainable. I couldn't even stand for any period of time or walk without suffering. I can now walk with no issues. This program changed my life so much for the better. Also, I no longer have to take insulin and I had to take it with each meal and a slow acting insulin at night. I also no longer need my blood pressure pills or my thyroid medication. That is a mic drop testimonial. What you think about that? Thank you so much for sharing that. Awesome. That's just, that's just, that happens a lot on this program. I just want you to say, and that doesn't minimize that woman's response. I'm just saying the functional and integrative medicine just takes care of the root of the problem and amazing. Your body wants you to heal. It really does. That, that brings me so much joy. Um, That's why we do this. And that's, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to get started on something, but you will feel so good that I have patients that are like, I, I feel amazing. I don't ever want to go back to feeling the way I felt. This is, it's, it's not even a trade-off. It's like, thank goodness I did this. So, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Bringing you back to original design. And if you have any questions during uh, the detox, you'll also have access to our health coaches. So you'll have uh, their contact info and we're, we're here to support you during your program. Yeah, can I, your can community. I make, can I answer two quick questions that are here? I hate unanswered questions. I really apologize. Um, one of them was, do we offer Nate therapy? The answer is yes. Dr. Kimberling is the uh, provider in Form Health that offers Nate therapy. Um, and I have had patients see her and get uh, tremendous benefit from that. So we do have a provider with Inform that does that. Another one was about a, uh, the, the pea and rice proteins and avoiding them. My experience is those patients can follow a version of this program. I probably wouldn't sign up for this right now, but I would get one of the health coaches and you're going to be using collagen proteins, which are um, animal-based proteins. You'll still have the inflammation go down as you eliminate all these things. And the coaching is still super valuable, but you can't be on a pea protein if you're sensitive to peas. Um, And so I, I don't want you to think that you can't do anything about this. It's just, we would need to do a different shake. Yeah, you just have to leverage the science in a more personalized way. That's right. And a collagen protein, usually they're fish, oftentimes they're chicken or beef, but you can find one that um, is appropriate for your diet. And then we can, we can focus on proteins, eliminating simple carbohydrates, getting rid of inflammatory foods like sugar, dairy, corn, gluten, soy, and, and you can still go through this program. You just might need it tailored to you. So, oh, and the, the last thing that we didn't answer was risk with, with, with respect to stress, de, you know, detoxification. And you just addressed it a little bit, Dr. Saxena. But yes, that's valid. It's critically important. There's lots of things to do for stress. Um, this, that's not part of this program. I wouldn't say, is that fair? Nicole and Tony, that's not part of the program. But it's, it's, it's invaluable. We talk about it in the program. It's just not medicated in the program. But we, we do address it and the impact of stress, inflammation. So, and, and the stress that comes from restrictive dieting. So that does come up, but we don't like medicate the stress response here. And you can continue to. There there is some information about stress management and the materials that we provide in the workbook. 
Dr. Peterson, do you feel like everybody's questions have been adequately answered? I want you to rest well tonight. No, yeah, I scrolled through them and I think we did. If we missed one, I apologize. And thank yeah. you guys for your participation asking all these questions. This was awesome. Nicole, you did an awesome job facilitating. This was a, a great conversation, which was the point of this all. So I think, um, Nicole, do you feel like we can give it back to Britt? Yeah, feels complete. Thanks, okay. everyone. Great. Well, wait, 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 wait. Yes. We got this. So if we have a local forum provider, do we still use the coach in their office or is this Tony Booker still our coach? Yes. Tony Booker is still your coach. So the way Forum Health does this is we have a lot of health coaches and we will let them sort of specialize in a thing because then you get better care. So you, you might have, I, I might have a health uh, a patient that goes and sees one health coach for uh, their, their brain RX program. And we probably ought to do a webinar on that at some point and a different health coach for their, their detox program. So I, if I'm understanding right, Tony is the lead, right? Yep. Okay. We answered the last question. We better, we better sign off so I can go to sleep. If you still have questions, you could always portal message your local form health providers office to be able to answer that question to see if this program is right for you. And if you're not with a form health practice, is there an, um, an email that they can send their question to as it relates to being qualified for the program? Do you have Absolutely. an email? Absolutely. You can actually send it to marketing at forumhealth.com. And if you have anything, then we can redirect it if needed and, and, and get your question answered. I want to thank you to all of our panelists, Dr. Saxena. This was an absolutely excellent um, Q&A tonight. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Also, in the meantime, visit us at forumhealth.com. Connect with us again on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We have tons of great content um, on all of those channels. So again, thank you so much to our panelists and to everyone who joined us and have a great night. Good night, everyone. Thanks, night. everyone. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.